0: Let's talk politics this morning. Provincial politics, that is, with the help of Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. All right. So that was pretty political over the weekend. We had an actual political convention happening.
1: Yeah, the New Democrats had uh, their—they have one of these every two years uh, convention, so this is the first time they've met since the big election win. Uh, they put it off for a couple of weeks because uh, of the distraction of the flooding and all of that, but they had it on the weekend. Uh, some good news and some bad news. Uh, the good news, uh, the Premier himself addressed the convention in a pre-recorded message Uh, He told them that he's undergoing radiation treatment this month, and the prognosis for recovery is very good, 90% recovery. Uh, He expects to be back at work in the new year. Uh, They have a motion that goes up uh, at these conventions to have a leadership election next year. Uh, What, 83% of the delegates voted no. I'm surprised that any New Democrat in these circumstances would have voted uh, to have a leadership election with John Horgan uh, the way he is. But um, there's a bit of a clue in what is roiling the party and uh, behind the scenes a bit of trouble. The very last resolution on Sunday was an emergency resolution denouncing the RCMP for its handling of the standoff up in Coastal GasLink with Sueton Territory. Uh, Accused the force of using improper force. And interestingly enough, a cabinet minister who's been stirring this up, Nathan Cullen, spoke in favor of the motion. So an implied criticism of the provincial government in that resolution, a call for amendments to the Police Act, uh, the province to take more control of the RCMP. One delegate got up and said, let's replace the RCMP with a provincial police force, but all driven by two issues that are causing some problems behind the scenes for the New Democrat. One is the expansion of Liquefied, to liquefied natural gas production. That pipeline will deliver natural gas to the big terminal under construction in Prince Rupert. So that's one issue, the anti-fossil fuel idea. But the other is a reconciliation with First Nations. This government, this government passed, or in fact, the legislature passed unanimously recognition of the United Nations Declaration on the Rights of Indigenous People but the government specifically exempted this standoff in Witsuit and Territory. It said that it didn't apply, the need to get consent from First Nations didn't apply to projects that were already approved. And you're seeing NDP delegates bridling at that area. Even though 83% of them voted not to hold a leadership review next year, 89% of them in that last resolution, voted a motion that's essentially critical of the way their own government and the RCMP have
0: been handling that standoff in the North. It sounds like a very NDP thing to have happen.
1: Yeah, that's a good point, Simi. Uh, <laughs> one of the,
0: right? Like, know, they the do old, love to fight the amongst themselves line about sometimes. The old the Democrats
1: yeah. was that, you know, even when things are going really well for them, uh, there's some people in the party that are going to be ticked off at the leadership and taking it out on them. They are an independent-minded group. And, of course, it's also B.C., right? Like, I mean, you know, people tend to disagree about stuff here. So, yeah, I, it may be that the party will just brush this off. The leaders will go, yeah, okay, well, that's the, that's the party for you. Right. You can't make them all happy all the time.
0: Okay, let's talk about what else has been going on out there, too. What was the deal with this protest at the legislature and the, the, the effigy, the hangings that they had in yeah. effigy? Like, it was really disturbing. It was really
1: disturbing. I recommend uh, to the listener to check out Simon Little's piece on the Global uh, TV uh, website, because Simon wrote this up on the weekend. Global got hands on the, on the footage, so you can see what actually went on. So this started off as an anti-vax protest, and the, the people organizing it were drawing what I would regard as a, as a completely false historical comparison between the Holocaust and the restrictions on COVID-19. But as you know, the extreme anti-vaxxers do that all the time. So there it is, right? Uh, now, uh, you ended up with, on the steps of the legislature, four figures – hanged in effigy. And you could see that three of them were Premier John Horgan and Public Safety Minister Mike Farnworth and Health Minister Adrian Dix. There was a fourth figure. You can't see on the footage who it is, so we don't know who that is. The organizers of the protest, that wasn't us. These are people that showed up. We asked them to leave. We asked legislature security to remove them. They didn't remove them. It's not us. We aren't doing that.
0: Well... There's a certain irony, though, when you're the protesters and you're asking security to help you remove other protesters?
1: Yeah, it is, Simeon. And look, I mean this is a a big problem for societies in general, and this is we're not the only place where this kind of stuff's going on. obviously, it's all over the place. Um, and you know, I guess the concern I always have is, does violent talk and violent rhetoric and violent comparisons eventually lead to violent actions I don't think that everybody even some of the people that are saying stupid things and making comparisons between the Holocaust and what's going on now wearing yellow stars I don't think all those people have violence in mind they're, I think they're I think they're using extreme rhetoric they're upset they feel threatened there's all they've, they've misinformed there's all kinds of things going on unfortunately as we we saw here in british columbia simi with the abortion debate in the 1980s and early 1990s there are people out there who driven by this kind of extreme talk will take extreme action you had an attempt to murder an abortion doctor here in british columbia barely survived the attack so that's my concern and i see the attorney general david eby put out a statement saying just that that this is unconscionable um, it's dangerous talk, and I think he's right. I see it just came to my attention this morning, Simi, that Sonia, first to know, the Green leader is moving her constituency office in Cowichan because the staff in it have been threatened, and they're in a, a building that's shared with other tenants So First know, is saying she's getting her office out of there because the other tenants in the building feel threatened by these protests as well. So this is is really getting out of hand, and I don't know what the solution is, but I do think it's really important that we deplore it.
0: It really is, because it was so disturbing to even hear that. Uh, Very quickly, talk about the Doug McCallum situation, because, boy, this does not happen in B.C. very often.
1: No, you got the mayor of uh, Surrey charged with public mischief. I, I, that charge of mischief, you know, it sounds like setting off firecrackers in the neighborhood during Halloween. It it it's a more serious accusation yeah. than that. It's it's a criminal charge designed to prevent and punish false charges, uh, uh, leading to false investigations by the RCMP or by the police. So it's a serious accusation. Obviously, uh, the mayor has said he's uh, not uh, guilty, and he intends to plead that way when it comes up in, uh, in January. He's entitled to the presumption of innocence, and he says he's not stepping down. But I do wonder, heading into an election year in Surrey, whether ah, uh, this will turn out to be an anchor, not just on Doug McCallum, but on his supporters on council, whether they really want to be part of this, heading into a civic election year. Now, the whole thing may be discharged by then, so we don't know how it's going to unfold. Still... There's no way, by the way, to remove a municipal politician other than election time. So hmm. eventually this may be a decision for Surrey voters.
0: Well, we have an election coming up too. Vaughn, thank you.
1: Bye-bye, Simon.
0: That's Vaughn Palmer for the Vancouver Sun. Yes, we'll, we'll talk more about that whole Doug McCallum Surrey situation. And if Surrey residents would love to hear from you on that topic too. Send me at cknw.com. That's coming up after the 7 o'clock news.